There's a designer named uh, Cliff Dickens who has done, done something kind of humorous, I think. Uh, he's taken corporate ads and he has changed the corporate slogans into ads that are more truthful. For instance, you know the slogan for Hallmark greeting cards, right? Uh, the slogan for Hallmark is, when you care enough to send the very best. Well, Cliff changed the slogan to something more truthful. Hallmark, when you care enough to give a card mass-produced by a corporation. <laughs> you get the idea? If you don't mind, I'd like to share a few more of these truthful corporate ads. Like, Ikea, we throw in extra parts just to mess with you. <laughs> or this one uh, related to eating those dry granola bars, uh, Nature Valley, crumbs everywhere. Or have you ever had one of those uh, microwavable sandwiches that come from Frozen called Hot Pockets? Uh, here's a truthful slogan. Hot Pockets, every bite is a different temperature. Got that? Yeah. Hey, it's cold. Ah, it's scalding the roof of my mouth. Uh, here's one that's uh, very truthful, I think. Monopoly, a great way to ruin friendships. And uh, then we have a couple that relate, I felt personally, because they really relate to my childhood. Uh, this is Fruit Loops. They all are the same flavor. <laughs> it took me to college to realize those different colored loops are all the same flavor. Uh, and then uh, one more that goes back to my childhood, Flavor Ice, there will be blood. <laughs> I don't know why, but those little things, they turn into like razor blades and cut your, uh, anyway. Uh, then there's uh, this one. Uh, and, uh, and then finally, here's my uh, faithful, uh, my favorite uh, truthful ad. WebMD, convince yourself you have a terminal illness. Am I right? Yeah, all right, yeah. You ever done that? I've done that. Anyway, uh, corporations will never use these honest ads because they see growing in sales as coming from stretching the truth. Jesus is refreshingly different. Jesus never sugarcoats the truth. Jesus never just tells you what you want to hear in order to make the sale. Jesus never, ever lies. He never will do anything other than give you the brutal, honest truth. And uh, some people can't handle it. Uh, so I'm so glad if you're a guest that you've already decided not to come back. So uh, uh, Jesus is totally brutally honest. Some people can't handle it. Some people will say that they believe what Jesus says, and then they completely ignore it when it comes to their personal life. And then there are a few who will receive the hard truth and really try to live it. In a moment, we're going to find out what category you're in. We're in a series called Life Changer, uh, which starts with the fact that every true Christ follower wants to be a blessing to people in their lives. Every true follower of Jesus wants to lead people into a deeper relationship with God. Every Christ follower wants to bring life change by bringing God's healing love and bondage-breaking power into the lives of people around them. But many Christ followers 
are frustrated and disappointed because they see so little impact coming from their lives into the lives of others. If you feel this way, Jesus has a solution for you. It comes in uh, John, the Gospel, chapter 12, and it's the secret for unlocking your inner potential as a life changer. But just buckle up, because uh, Jesus doesn't speak in candy-coated slogans. He speaks God's truth when he says this. Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant will also be." My Father will honor the one who serves me. So Jesus here talks about the miraculous nature of a seed. Just think about a seed. Every seed holds within it a miraculous potential. Take an apple seed, for instance. It's been said that anybody can count how many seeds are in an apple, but only God can count how many apples are in an apple seed, right? One apple seed can produce an apple tree, which can produce decades worth of apples, and then in each one of those apples, there is a seed that can produce another tree and more apples. One seed holds these miraculous potentials for fruit beyond what anyone can count. Each seed holds the potential for immeasurable impact that goes through endless years and only God can count how many apples are in one apple seed. But all this potential is lost, completely lost, if the seed just stays a seed. There is only one way for a seed's potential to be unlocked. The seed must give its life away. The seed must end its life as a lonely seed so that it can begin its life of abundant fruitfulness. And in this profound word about seeds, Jesus is simultaneously speaking about himself and his mission, and he's speaking about me and my mission as his follower. Jesus is simultaneously identifying himself as the seed who changes everything by giving up his life and how everything changes for me when I choose to follow his example and give away my life. The key word here is choose. Jesus is presenting me a choice between two approaches to my one and only life. In these words, Jesus makes the contrast between world life, life in this world, and eternal life. What is world life, life in this world? It's choosing to stay a seed, dedicating myself to getting life 
instead of giving life, attempting to get life by getting pleasure, getting comfort, getting security, money, love, and affirmation. When I choose this world life, life in this world, I choose to say a seed who says, I'm not gonna give my life away. Oh no, I'm dedicated to getting as much life as I can. I'm gonna get pleasure. I'm gonna get comfort and security. I'm gonna get a stockpile of money so I can get stuff and I'm gonna get people to love me. I'm gonna get people to like me and I'm gonna get people to approve of me because of my accomplishments and my success. I will get and get and get and get and through this approach of getting life, I will have everything I want. And Jesus says, buzz, wrong answer. Jesus says a life dedicated to getting Everything I want is a perfect formula for losing everything that really matters. It's the perfect formula for losing my soul's joy, losing my life's potential, losing my opportunity for real life and real love and real impact and real reward that extends to eternal life. Jesus is fully aware that world life is default mode for fallen human beings. You know, by default mode, I mean Jesus is fully aware that this obsession with getting life is something I'm born with. This obsession with getting is something that comes completely natural to me, something that I do unconsciously and something Jesus calls me to hate, to hate with a passion, this getting life. Jesus says that anyone who loves this world life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. This is what I mean about Jesus being brutally honest and no salesman. When Jesus says, hate your life in this world, he means to be shocking. He means to get our attention. He means to demonstrate how serious he is about this truth. By telling me to hate this world life, Jesus is calling me to completely reject this getting approach to life, and Jesus is calling me to choose, instead of that default mode, the giving approach to life. Jesus is calling me to completely reject the default mode that keeps me a worthless, lifeless seed. Jesus wants me to hate, hate the idea of being a stupid seed that totally ignores and gives up and squanders the mind-blowing harvest that comes when I trade default mode for the best mode called eternal life. That's the choice. Jesus says, I must choose between the world life and eternal life. What's eternal life? Eternal life is the alternative of choosing to become a seed who gives my life away by rejecting the getting life in order to serve God and serve people in a way that contributes to my eternal life and then also eternally changes the lives of other people. So this is the choice. 
The question is, what are you choosing? Are you choosing to stay a lifeless seed? Or are you choosing to get in the dirt and give your life away? Well, Jesus supplies a test because he knows how we can fool ourselves so easily. We can have a warped concept of who we really are. There are so many people who say, I'm a giving person. I'm not selfish. I'm giving just like Jesus. There are people who say, I'm a giving person like Jesus, but they don't pass the smell test because they're not a serving person like Jesus. In these words, Jesus says that his followers are always servants. His followers serve like him. They serve where he serves. And then they receive honor like Jesus receives. Where does Jesus serve? Jesus serves everywhere. But is there one place that is the first and foremost place that Jesus serves? Yes, in his body. He calls the church. So if Black Rock is your church, the question is, are you giving yourself away at church? During this Life Changer series, we've been suggesting some places where you can become the life changer that you were meant to be. Last time, we mentioned kids' ministry and how Jesus promises reward. He seems to do that. Every time he talks about serving, he promises reward to those who give themselves to the little ones, like a cup of water, give themselves to the little ones. Today, Jesus brings up reward again, and this time, it's about how the Father honors those who serve, serve among adults here at BlackRock. Uh, through guest services and guest connections and care ministry and community life and technology. So if you look in your bulletin, you're gonna see that we're specifically asking you to consider being a yellow jacket, one who serves in the parking team on Sunday mornings or becoming part of the care team by calling some people and encouraging some people who are hurting or uh, by hosting one of our midweek small groups we call community groups in your home or joining the stage crew, which is, means helping to be part of the platform crew that uh, changes the setup between our different styles of worship. These are just a few practical ways to go beyond just wanting to be a life changer, just talking about being a life changer, and actually becoming one. It's a choice. Don't be a lifeless seed. Make the choice to give your life away in acts of service. Serve like Jesus. Serve where Jesus serves. Serve here at church. Jesus serves at BlackRock. And so does one of his followers, a woman named Sally. My name is Sally Ann Hayes. I've been coming to Black Rock for 10 years. I have two children, Nigel and Alexandria, who likes to be called Lexi. And this is our home away from home. We love being here. I try to be an example for my children and I say to them, being Christians, we shouldn't always have to say, I am a Christian. 
by our works, by our words. They should know who we are. We have to be different. And that's what I try to teach my children. So in the eyes of God, nothing too small is insignificant. Everything we do is a blessing to somebody else. We may not know who the blessing is for, but it is significant in the eyes of God. Well, every other Wednesday, I, come, I drive from Trumbull to Black Rock. I come in, I walk in, I greet people. Good morning, how are you? And then I go to the kitchen. I claim it as my kitchen, <laughs> you know? And I go in and I start to clean up. Because I'm short. <laughs> It seems as though I'm cleaning the same place twice, but I have to go back and front. <laughs> but I don't let that stop me. In my head and my way of thinking, it's nothing too small or insignificant to do. My pastors are there, the men pouring into my son, you know, they are here. I should give back and I like giving back, and I like going into the kitchen and cleaning it up, and sometimes I there and the lunch crowd comes in and I have to say, don't dirty my floors, don't dirty this, this is clean, this is dirty, you know? <laughs> but it's all in fun, and I don't see it as anything insignificant. I see, it, you know, my contribution. Jesus said, he said, I came to serve, not to be served. My time, whatever little that I have, I will serve. We say that we want our kids to be the future. Well, we have to be the examples. If we want them to be the future of Black Rock, I have to show my kids. This is my church, the building. This is my building. I come in here and worship on Sundays. Why shouldn't I clean it? We try to save as much as we can, throwing away the envelopes. I remember the first time I said to Carrie, can't we reuse it? Why can't we reuse it? It's brand new envelopes that nobody used, we can reuse it. So I started picking up the bulletins and separating bulletins from offering envelopes and we reuse it, you know, saves us some money and give my kids something to do on Sundays rather than just worship and run out the door. <laughs> my mom, my aunt and I, we pick up the bulletins, the envelopes and whatever else is in the worship center to make it nice and clean and spotless for when the next time we go to church, it's not mess, the floor is not messy. Serving is really important in our family. I spend a lot of time working on Monday nights with a boys youth group called Stockade. And we spend a lot of time just ministering the boys, playing games, uh, helping out and getting to know them when they might have stuff going on at home. Um, then I help out with tech uh, on Wednesday nights with Club JV, getting to know the middle school kids and I'm just a student leader in Fusion as well. Love God, love people and serve our world. God gives us talents and he equips us to use that talent. For me, it's cleaning and organizing and pine salt. For somebody else, it's child care. If we all use it to serve others, we would see a beautiful, a, a beauty and an awesomeness that God have out there for us. We will see it. We see it in love. We see it in growth. 
We see it in so much, you know, encouragement to one another. We see it, we'll see it in so many different ways. So what we have to do is tap into that talent that he gave us and use it for his glory, use it for his kingdom, use it here at the church. You're asked, you know, to serve, to serve your community. If this, if BlackRock is your church, serve. Trust me, it is great, it's a great feeling. It's a wonderful feeling to be a servant of the Lord. Yeah, that's what we're about, right? That's what we're gonna do. Sally says, trust me, it's wonderful to be a servant of the Lord. I trust her, you trust her, I think we should trust her, and it's true. Let's trust Jesus. Jesus, has he's no slick salesman. He's not just giving us a line. He knows what is gonna lead to the real joy in our lives. So to paraphrase a little, Jesus says, those who are all about getting life in this world will lose it. Now listen, while those who are all about giving life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Trust Jesus on this. You want to be a life changer. So make the internal choice. Don't just talk about it. Make the internal choice to be a seed who gives your life away. Trust Jesus when he says that the transformation out there begins in here. It begins with the daily decision to reject the getting life and choose this giving life so that you can be a seed who plants seeds of transformation everywhere you go, home, neighborhood, work, your relationships. I read an article uh, not too long ago about a opening of an ancient tomb in the uh, Valley of the Kings along the Nile in Egypt. And uh, it was a tomb of someone important and like all the royal tombs, uh, this burial chamber had in it not only a mummified body, but uh, a vast array of treasures because uh, in the ancient Egyptians believed in an afterlife that was very uh, physical and material so that if they could afford it, uh, they made sure that they were buried with everything that they would need materially in the next life. Uh, so this tomb had a chariot because you need transportation in the next life. Uh, the tomb had money because you need cash in the afterlife. And the tomb contained food and drink. Uh, but this, it was an interesting tomb because uh, this royal Egyptian who was buried was quite clever uh, in that he had food and drink, which all the pharaohs had, but also uh, you could see the thought process here. He went a step further in making sure that he was buried with a collection of seeds. Uh, you can see the thought process. How long is a ba bag of bread going to uh, last you in eternity? You, you're going to want seeds to plant to have an infinite supply. It's good thinking, and it is now provided science with a breakthrough opportunity to study seeds that are 4,000 years old. Uh, and archaeologists did exactly what you would want to do. They planted some of these 4,000-year-old seeds and then waited to see what would happen. And something very amazing happened. These 4,000-year-old seeds, when they hit the dirt, sprouted and gave the fruit that they were created to give. Something rather amazing. 4,000-year-old seeds still 
doing what they are supposed to do, which only goes to show that if you're a seed, it's not too late. You are a seed. It's not too late. You may be saying, I can't change now. My whole life, I've, it's never been about anything but me, me, me. It's always been about my comfort, my convenience, my money, my time, my selfish life. I can't change now. I'll never be a life changer. Listen, Jesus is saying to you, it is not too late. It is never too late until the last day. Because there is a last day for you. There is a last day for me. There is a last day. And I beg you, I beg you not to wait until you stand before Jesus and realize too late who you were meant to be. You are a seed. And there is locked within you this miraculous potential to ripple out with effects so great that only God can count the harvest of life change through you. You are a seed, but like all seeds, your potential is wasted until you hit the dirt and give yourself away. Don't waste your life, or on that final day, you'll stand before Jesus, and in a flash, you'll understand, and you'll say, oh no, I wasted my life. I was not designed, I was not meant to be a self-absorbed seed. I was meant to produce all this fruit that I left on the table. Why didn't I listen to Jesus? Why did I waste my one and only life? So listen to Jesus and his hard truth today. Choose to give your life away and on that final day, you will stand before him and in a flash, you will see how your simple acts of serving in the church, serving at home, serving throughout your life, the people around you, has produced fruit, so fruit, so great that only God can count it. On that day, you'll take your place in eternal joy with Jesus, who is the life changer and who wants to empower you to be one too. We want to thank you for watching and listening to our sermons online, and we hope that uh, you will be inspired to live more like Jesus through these. Please check out blackrock.org for more information about our church. Know that you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, and also uh, know that you can give uh, to BlackRock and to our ministry through PushPay, through our mobile app, and on our website. Your uh, donations and your support of our ministry allows us to have uh, these videos online and for us to impact our community.